0: Hello and welcome to the Just Bulldogs podcast. All of your Canterbury Bulldogs news and reports as it comes to you. Let's get into it. Hey everyone, welcome back. This week the Bulldogs played against the Parramatta Eels going down 30-4. Parramatta's try scorers were Will Pensini, Mike Acevo scoring a double, Mitchell Moses and Regan Campbell Gillard with Mitchell Moses going four from five um converting and one from one penalty goals. Um Bulldog's try scorer was Paul Alamotti scoring the first try of his career and zero Matt Burton went zero for one with conversions. Um yeah, another one did not go as we were hoping. Um more injuries, um yeah, more poor performances. Not from everybody, but as a team didn't go as much as good as we would hope for. Um this week we lost Jacob Carraz in the eleventh minute. Um I think it's a MCL injury, only a strain, not a tear, so um not, not a yeah, not a break not a broken MCL, so uh, he's out for three weeks. Um, so we're gonna see another uh New South Wales Cup player brought into the squad. Um we seen Jake Gavarillo play the entire game um with knee problems. He had a knee clash in the first half that caused him some issues that uh was reported he was um dealing with before the game. So uh yeah, made it worse with a knee clash in the first half. So um yeah he made it through the whole game but definitely um there was some notable noticeable struggles from Jake in this game. Um We've seen Jaden Okunbor come into the wing in this one. Um, for uh, Brayden Burns, who um, was ruled out before the game, um, and we've seen Corey Waddell come in for kicker. Um, we've seen Jackson Topine and Andrew Davy come into the come onto the bench in this one as well. But um, once again, with Carraz um, going out this week, we've seen Paul Alamotti jump on the wing. And once again, we've seen Jackson Topine uh, playing the centre inside him. Uh, I think Paul Alamotti looked a lot better at wing this week. Um, probably a bit more confident out there, um, defended well, and he looks fantastic under the high ball. Um, he does it at centre as well, but every time there's a kick going over to him, he is very safe and um, really gets up for him. So it's good to see him developing still. I'm very happy with the way Paul is going so far this year. And I think he's developing into a really solid first grader. Um, Seeing Jackson to pine at centre again, you can't really expect too much from him. It's not his proper position. Um, It's two weeks in a row now that he's had to fill that spot and we haven't really got to see what he can do um, in his preferred position. So I think he'll still be in the squad next week. He'll probably get into the 17. And hopefully he can get a run in the middle where where he's used to playing. But we'll get into the game... Um, Started off uh, pretty well again. Um, we do pretty well um, in the start of each half, um, defending well. The attack wasn't really coming off, but we had a couple of chances down there and where we didn't um, come away with points, but did well defending our line. Um, we spent a long time on our trial line, a lot of repeat sets, um, a lot of dropouts, um, forced dropouts from Parramatta that kept pinning us on our line, but we did well to defend them. We kept turning them back. But then once again, once they scored their first um they scored a few. So in the first half they come away with the three tries in um less than ten minutes, which isn't fantastic. Done well to keep it to the three tries for the last fifteen minutes of the first half, but um yeah, three consecutive tries isn't what you're um looking for. And then in the second half, once again we done well coming away with the first points, um with Paul Alamotti's try, um, ten minutes into the second half and then holding them out for a good twenty minutes. But then again, once they got that first one, they scored another one soon after, and um we couldn't bring it back. Um, we can't really get our attack rolling at the moment. Um, I thought with TPJ, TPJ back, and the way Max King has been playing, we should have been able to spend some more time in the attacking areas. And those two boys really played well, but um, yeah, we didn't really spend a lot of time down Parramatta's end and um playing attacking football. And we haven't really been able to put on too much um, good structured attacking football when we get there. So hopefully we can improve on that. Um, hopefully we get some more boys back to be able to uh, improve on those areas. But we've really got to start trying to help ourselves before we can focus on the attack and stuff with um, get um, having too many penalties and missed tackles um in the games, um. In the end of this one, we only had 30 missed tackles, which isn't great, but it's not too far above par across the league. Um, but I think we had 20 in the first half. So we've got to try to bring that average down in the first half. And, um, yeah, we, we probably had a pretty good one for the second half, but in the first we didn't do good enough. And then, um, yeah, and having 342 tackles to Parramatta's 293. is about 50 more tackles than them. So we just got to try to get... Um, more time of possession try to hold on to the ball a bit longer and um yeah get more sets where we can um sort of try to take control of the game um yeah we're beating in pretty well every start in this one so we're gonna have to try to yeah um pick it up a bit better it also does not help when the penalty count is nine to three um i don't think we were um that poor in this one that poorly disciplined where the penalty count should have been nine to three but that's how it come out, so whether that's us, whether it's the officiating, something that we have to do better at training, whether they're taught something hey, a, a bit ago hey, on, we'll have to wait and see if we can improve on that. It's the second week in a row where the penalty um, count has been very lopsided um, away from us, so hopefully we can improve on that. Um, very similar error count, but 11 is too much. It was less than parameters 13, but yeah, eleven's too many, so we'll have to try to improve on that as the weeks go on. Um, but big ones coming out of this game are the injuries. So looking at, towards next week before the team list comes out tomorrow, Arvo, um, players that will be missing next week, um, definitely Jacob Carraz. So, I would love to see Gerald Skelton brought into the top grade. I think he um will bring a lot of spark. He plays a similar style to Carraz. Carraz is very elite at the moment, so wouldn't expect him to be on that level, but is a very big body, loves to get through the hard stuff, gets through plenty of meters, and um, has can really break tackles. Um, very damaging ball runner on the wing. Um, so I'd love to see him come into the team. Uh, we have to wait and see how Jake Gavarillo pulls up. There's a chance that he will miss some games, but um, he finished the game, so we'll see if he um, can get uh, fit for this week. I think it would be better off for him to take some time off the way we're going at the moment. Um, Obviously, we've got so many injuries, it's hard to cover for everybody. But, um, yeah, I prefer him get healthy for the back end of the season when we get our um, full troops back. So if he happens to miss out, um, ideally, we would have um, Braden Burns take his spot. But he missed this game with injury as well. So um, we'll have to wait and see what they do there. Um, They could do a mix of Gerald Skelton at centre. With Declan Casey on the wing, Declan Casey can also play centre if they mix, if they paired them up together. Um, I don't think they want to see Jackson Tupine start in centre. It's not his ideal position, so they'll probably try to keep him on the bench with an actual centre coming to play. Um, we are definitely running out of options at the moment, but so unless they um, take more players outside of their top 30 to bring up, which they would have to get permission to do, um... We'll have to see how that goes, but I think there's a fair chance we could see Skelton and Declan Casey in this one. Um but then still uh we have Jaden Ockhambor on the wing this week. So if they want to take Ockenborough off the wing and back into their forward rotations, um then we would need another winger come into the side. I think Blake Wilson has been doing some really good things in reserve grade, um, has been doing well at finishing off a lot of tries, has a lot of pace. So um we could see him come up into the first grade team. I believe he's outside of the top thirty. I'm not entirely sure of that, but um he's been playing really well. So we could see if he can get into the top squad. Otherwise, we could keep Jaden Ockhambo there. But I think he plays a lot better in the middle rotation. I think he's definitely a forward rather than a winger. Um, uh we'll still have Burton and Flynn again. I a lot of people are calling for Carl Aloupu to come into the top squad. And I am very excited for when that happens, but I can't bring him into a um first-grade team that has this many injuries across the board. You're setting him up for failure. And, yeah, right now we just need to try to get healthy rather than um throwing him into the fire. So I'd rather keep Flanagan there. Flanagan hasn't really been offering a whole lot in attack, but he's a really safe defender and he doesn't really cause any problems even though he's not bringing too much spark for us. So... We, I, I think Carl Flanagan should stay the 70s, at least a very quality defender out wide. Um, Max King has looked fantastic, so he's sticking there. Tavita being back is huge for us. Had a really good game, got through a lot more minutes than I expected he would. Um, so very happy with his return. Um, but we also are going to lose Andrew Davey. I think it's a fractured finger. It's going to put him out for a few weeks. I think it's three weeks of non-contact. So that's another player out, ideally... We would drop Jaden Ockhambord to be on the bench in that forward rotation, but there's a fair chance he's going to have to um, stick on the wing. So we'll see if um another one of the young blokes gets another run. We've seen Harrison Edwards and Jaden Tanner um on the bench earlier in the season, so there's a fair chance that one of those boys could jump into the team. Um, it looks like Serraldo prefers a lighter bench with just the one front rower and um, then a a couple of blokes that could play in the front row and the back row on the bench, which Jackson Tupon and Andrew Davie can do. We've had um similar pairings to that earlier in the season with Corey Waddell on the bench who can play the same style front row, back row. Um but yeah, I think there's a fair chance um we're gonna have to put uh, either Jaden Tanner or Harrison Edwards on the bench uh this week. But yeah, a lot of um, a lot of stuff to look out for in when the team lists come out on Tuesday, Arvo tomorrow, Arvo, and um, yeah, I'll be excited to see if any of the um young blokes get a call up, especially Gerald Skelton and Declan Casey, a couple of blokes I'm very excited to see. Um, anyway, that'll do for this one. Um, yeah, not a great game to recap for as a bulldog fan. It wasn't a great game to watch. Um, with us not really getting the rub of the green in this one and. Um more players going down with injuries uh the more we play, so hopefully um we can turn it around, get some of our players back um I don't believe there's any due to return this week, but um yeah, another chance for us to see a few more of our young pups come through and um yeah we'll see how they go anyway that'll do for this one um make sure to check out my twitter at just bulldogs underscore put plenty of content on up there um so make sure to check it out. But, yep, that'll do, and I'll catch you next time. Cheers.